this podcast is for conversation and educational purposes only. I am not a mental health clinician that's allowed to give you medical advice to go do some dumb shit. Yes, I said dumb shit. I do curse to express my individuality. So if that offends you, then please don't fucking listen. Now, y'all, enjoy the show. I'm tired of that bullshit. Tired of that bullshit. Toxic people in relationships. Toxic people in relationships. Dealing with the narcissist. Are you dealing with the narcissist? Push you down in every argument. Down in every argument. Are you fighting your depression? Are you fighting your depression? Trying to figure out the lesson. What's the lesson? Maybe you're looking for a soul. Where you at? Where you at? But the dating scene ain't looking great. you for tuning in to the Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast. Got my ways in the gym class. Okay, y'all, I'm just playing. Kind of. Y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all, I am sorry for the delay. I have been in school, nurse practitioner program, killing it, y'all, with these hundreds and 96s and things and things and trying to be a mom and work full time and navigate through this thing. Y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm healing emotion, okay? So I apologize for the wait. So on this episode, we are going to talk about the seven through 11 signs that you probably grew up with a narcissistic parent. Y'all, I'm already on the next episode. I'm so excited for y'all to hear about it, but we're going to go ahead and get into this and then I'm going to bless y'all with the segments. Y'all tune in. So the seventh sign that you probably grew up with a narcissistic parent is her superficial image, which is a little different from just the grandiose, remember, I've been talking about. She actually works hard to prove to others that she is a loving and caring mother, but is a different person behind closed doors, y'all. Like I said, we're talking about narcissists, so it's not just mothers. It could be your man, could be your brother, could be your sister, could be your auntie. It could be your significant other. So I say this to say they have a superficial image. Superficial, if y'all don't know, it means at the top. It means the superficial layer of your skin is actually what you're rubbing on, rub the back of your hand. That's what you're feeling. And that's how they are. You know what I'm saying? They don't really hit the surface. They don't let you hit the surface because they got too much shit locked up there. So they want to use their superficial image to cover up for all that. And so um, this this parent is going to be the one that's loving and caring and just seems like that. That's what they seem like. Just like, y'all, we got to get on Made. I know y'all seen Made on Netflix. If you haven't, FYI, disclaimer, this episode may trigger you. I know I'm a little late, but this topic may. So you might want to just come back to this when you're, when you're, you know, a little further in the healing process. But, um... They always seem like the good people, the great parents, the great lovers, the great um, um, brothers, the great sisters, the great friends. But like really behind closed doors, they're a whole total different person. And it's like when you say something, especially in relationships, this person, a narcissist, is going to look like the 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 
community citizen, the number one. You know, a lot of these people are in leadership positions, like in the church. So, you know, you got a lot of church narcissists. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. So, behind closed doors, though, they're not the same people. And it's hard for other people to believe you. So, when you leave, they're still stuck on the good person they saw you with. Like, oh, you're ungrateful. You, you can't deal with this. You, but they don't see that. And it hurts because when you finally leave, you lose that support system. And that support system is what you need to keep you going. So thankfully, God blessed me with some sisters um, who I've adopted as my family. And they keep me grounded. And I have mothers, as I said before. I have mothers that, um, they're there for me. They support me. I got daddies. I got my real daddy. And I also have daddies out there, grandfathers out there, you know. Thankfully, y'all, they're out there. By the way, dig deep. You know some people. You know, narcissists just want to isolate you and make you feel like they're all you need. No, baby, you got family. The same people you had before, same people you can have after, period. Period! So sign number eight that you probably grew up with a narcissistic parent is that she is threatened by your potential and success because it challenges her self-esteem. Can we say jealousy, y'all? Jealousy, period. So to add to this, to add a narcissistic mom or father, like I said, or intimate, whoever, believes that no one is better than them. So when someone starts proving to be more successful and they become aware of the success, they'll start to feel threatened. So they'll turn around and say anything to lure your self-esteem. You ain't shit. And you never gonna amount to shit. I was told that I was lazy. Oh, you just lazy. You're a horrible parent. You're th- I'm lazy. The same student, not to brag out. Now, if this is not enough to make a parent feel proud, uh, a, a daughter who used to be a dancer, a daughter used to be like really out here, a daughter who, you know, could have been off worse. I got um, my associate's degree. I got it. And um, graduation, they picked, uh, they nominated probably about five or six students out the entire graduate graduating class to um, be nominated for the Best Graduate Award. And so the teachers were the people who nominated us. And one was chosen out of 760-something people. By the grace of God, I got nominated against a guy that has an anti-bullying campaign and plays the flute all around the world. Honey, when they said he was an I was like, go ahead. Look, he was a cute white boy, too, y'all. I'm like, okay, Dustin, or whatever his name was. How you do? But, like, y'all, they didn't, they didn't um, announce it until uh, graduation. And I got the award. The faculty award. Oh, here's it. Volunteer State Community College. This outstanding graduate graduate award is for the graduating student who, in the opinion of the college faculty, has contributed contributed most to the advancement of the betterment of Volunteer State Community College. Yes, y'all. But I'm still lazy. You know, I know who I am. And it's like once I got educated in mental health and learned. Um, 
y'all, you you got to keep stuff like this. Sorry, side note. You got to keep stuff like this around you, your awards, your things. Just, just help to remind you. Because sometimes people just, no matter how well you do, anything they can do just to tear you down, they will. So sometimes you got to pat yourself on the back, y'all. Pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself, baby. You deserve it. So I say out there, I ought to say that because you don't do something they want you to do, they they tell you that you're less than. You know I'm a parent. That's the come for me or my kids, honey. I go from zero to I used to zero. They kind of still do, depending on the situation. Zero to hundred, real quick, real quick. And oh, well, you could be this as a parent. You could oh, come on now. I could. But when you've never had a great example to show you what a good role model is, you know, it's like, thank God I had God. Thank God I had the word. Thank God I had him in my heart as a young girl. Thank God. Because I could have I could have ended worse, but I had him early in my heart. So he went with me through the strip club and through these men, and, and I learned a lot. And I know there's not just me going through this. I'm speaking to you, too. I know. You had to survive, survival. If you had to sell drugs, you know what I'm saying? You had to, you know, protect yourself. You felt like you did, you know what I'm saying? Just for your family, so your family could eat Christmas, um, back to school. Yeah, I get it. I get it, y'all. But, you know, God has, he has a way of taking the most broken people and turn them into, like, beautiful masterpieces. That's me, y'all. Hello. Hello. (laughs) That's me. And I'm breaking my silence. I'm breaking it, baby. I'm breaking it. So, y'all, we're going to keep on going because I don't want to keep y'all too long. Um, Number nine. The number nine sign that you probably grew up with a narcissistic parent is every conversation becomes about her. You could be talking about how good of a day you're having. Oh, well, you know I did this. You could be talking about your something good that oh you just change the and that could be that could go for anybody, a friend. Watch, watch who's clapping when you have your successes. You know, especially me over time, a lot of people slow down. I mean, I kind of get it. I'd be like, damn, she don't want something else. I know they're going to be like, oh. And that's okay. Because at the end of the day, if you're doing your purpose, your will, then whether they clap or not, you're still going to be successful. And that's what makes narcissists go crazy, y'all. I promise they lose their mind. They absolutely lose their mind. So, y'all. I ain't going to mess up the numbers. Y'all know I mess it up every episode. Number 10. The number 10 sign that you probably grew up with a narcissist mom that she is well-liked, but only for a period of time. Narcissists struggle to maintain healthy relationships. And the ones that they do maintain, uh, they're toxic as hell. And the person that's having on the other, on the other side of the, of the phone is toxic too. Like, mine, she she never had her friends that I remember her growing up with. Everybody got into it, or in business, or in whatever. It's like they never 
And then the people that do accept them, they know, well, this is how they are. This is how they're going to be. I don't have to deal with them only this amount of time so I can deal with them. But it's it's different when you have a different tie, when it's your parent or it's your man. You know what I'm saying? You got to deal with these motherfuckers every day. Or at least on the regular. Those are the relationships. That those are the ones that will stress you out, strain you. They have a hard time making healthy relationships. And y'all, the last sign that you grew up, the last sign, okay, last sign, that you grew up with a narcissistic mother is that you have always felt unstable all your life. Like, you always felt like you were always vigilant, super vigilant. Like, you're always aware. You're always looking like you have, like, you paranoid. You're looking around the corner like, who is that? Who was that? Who was that? And then, that's how you sing a Deborah Cox, baby. How did you get here? No. Nobody's supposed to be here. Nobody's supposed to be here. I tried that okay. love thing for the last time. <laughs> hey, y'all. But anyways, moving along. Um... <laughs> But you always felt anxious and you have a hard time coping with with trauma in a healthy way because the way that you've had to cope with it has not been normal. Either you suppressed it, then you're you're desensitized so you don't feel shit, you don't feel nobody. Now you don't have no empathy. You ain't got no sympathy. You ain't got no feelings. It's a coping mechanism and that's not healthy. It's, it's, It's good to feel. It's good to love. It's good to... You know, it's healthy to be upset sometimes. They'll let you know that, you know what I'm saying, you got feelings, but, like, these type of people will chip away at you. Chip away. So, y'all, we have made it to the Dear Kiki segment. Y'all, enjoy. Dear Kiki, Dear Kiki, Dear Kiki, Dear Kiki. Dear Kiki, I have been married to my wife for nine years. Everything is okay. The only issue is when it comes to sex. I feel like she's not enjoying it. It's more like a chore for her. It's more like, go ahead and get this over with type of deal. And for this reason, I feel like my penis, he mean his dick out, (laughs) does not get hard at all like it used to. I'm thinking... It's the pressure from trying to pleasure her, which I feel like I never do anymore. I will go into the same semi-erect, half-heart, y'all. Penis. Penis. But once she gives me the attitude, I go limp fast. Like, and I wish I could just give her, go ahead. He said, give her head. I must say, go down there with those elementary. But she doesn't like me to go down there. So do you think that we're done for this in this apartment? What should I do? I feel like she's getting it from somewhere else. Um, I'm not doing it for her. Well, my response to this is, first of all, it depends on how often you get it. That I don't know. I'm just a nurse assessing the situation. I know, right? So, um, but it just depends. If you only get it like once a month, she getting it from somewhere, because, baby, I can't go. No, I mean, not with some good hard dick in the house. 
some good manly. And I don't know if you're doing your due, if you're taking good care of her. I don't know. If you are and she still ain't giving you none, she probably getting some dick from somewhere else. I'm just saying. But if not, because we don't want to assume, you might not be speaking her love language. So, y'all, I'm going to educate y'all on what the five love languages are. Period, bitch. Go ahead. So, like, just to kind of put it in perspective. Let's say I speak in French and my boyfriend speaks in Spanish and we don't, I don't know Spanish and he don't know French. Okay. Follow me. Okay. So we would never understand each other. We just sit here looking at each other. I can't get you to understand. You can't get it. Our translator's just not working. But if I understood Spanish and he understood French, then we could talk each other's lingo. So, that's the kind of perspective I want to put you in when I talk about the five love languages. Now, you may agree, you may have at least two of these, but there's one for sure. So, the first love language is words of affirmation. This is the person that wants to be told that you're doing a great job. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate you for getting the bread out the oven because I surely forgot. I appreciate you for remember to pay, remembering to pay this bill. I appreciate you for just you being you. I appreciate you for loving me. You know, these are the type of words of affirmation that someone needs to keep going. You know, this is, this is what they may need or you may need. This might be yours. The second um, love language is acts of service. That's my love language. And that trumps all. Sorry, period. So this is, um, can you come help me study for my exam? Even though I know you know nothing about nursing anatomy. Hopefully you can read. Hopefully you can read. But um, I just need you to show effort. Come take the trash out without me asking. Come put this TV, come out these TVs for me. You know, that's the shit that turns me on. It's It's the hands for me. Period. Okay, so the third um, love language is receiving gifts. You might like receiving gifts. You might like Louis bags, or he might like uh, a rolly, maybe a bus down. He might like, you know what I'm saying, um, just little gifts around the house. He might like you to uh, give him a gift card. She might like it. She might like for you to get her nails done. She might like for you to buy, like I said, some shoes, some red bottoms. Y'all, guys, I'm throwing them out there with the ladies like. We like red bottoms, period. But this is what speaks to you. So if somebody gives you gifts or you give them gifts, this means you are in there. You are getting the cooch, cooch, period. The next one fourth one is quality time this is the person that doesn't care about money doesn't care about gifts doesn't care about what you say to them doesn't care about acts of service they care about quality time they want you to stop what you're doing to spend that time with them and and bruh that might be her she might want you to spend that quality time or Get her some red bottoms. Either way, you know, you, you can kill two birds with one stone. You never know. The last, and this seems to be the men, but, you know, I, I, I like it too, is the physical touch. 
That's your love language. Money don't buy you. Gifts don't buy you. Acts of service don't buy you. Words of affirmation don't buy you. Just touch me. They just want to be massaged on their scalp, rubbed on their back, felt on their dick. That's all they want. And so I say this to say that a lot of people try to give their love language back to the other person thinking that's what they like. I might not like for you to be touching all over me. You might be getting on my nerves. But if you knew to take the trash out, you might get some. I'm just saying, y'all. So these are the five love languages. And so, bro, my word of advice to you, figure out what her love language is. And and go from there. Talk to her. All right, y'all. Well, this is the end of this episode. I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in, y'all. Next episode is going to be emotional, but it has to be done. And I'm happy to deliver it to you guys. It's the episode that might trigger you. So I want to say this in advance, I'll disclaimer at the beginning of the next episode, but we're going to talk about abuse. We're going to talk about what it looks like and what it actually is outside of physical abuse, because a lot of people get mistaken. Bring it back to the Netflix, y'all. I ain't going to spoil it. Y'all need to see it, but made. Uh, She was confused because she didn't understand what abuse look like because she was like no I'm not beating up I'm I'm not bleeding but I am here barefooted with my child because of emotional financial uh, neglectful manipulation like it's a whole thing y'all and we're going to get into what abuse looks like of course physical like I said but what it looks like from emotional mental psychological point of view so i'm excited y'all y'all please tune in if you're listening to this on youtube please like and subscribe um follow me on facebook but y'all send me some comments send me some uh, anything that you think that would make this show better I am open for it you guys I love you guys I thank you so much for what y'all do until we meet again <laughs>